Welcome to another edition of the Go Knows Podcast. I am your host, Gregory McCoy. This podcast is by a fan, for fans. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not an insider. Uh, I do not work for a website. The majority of my information comes from me, in my opinion. Other information comes from the internet. Today is January 16th, 2020. Um... I got several different segments that I wrote for this episode today, and let's go ahead and jump right in, man. Um, What if Jameis Winston had went to Auburn or Alabama? How would this have affected Florida State? And this is what I wrote about that. Jameis Winston in in 2012 was a five-star quarterback. What if he had went to Alabama or Auburn instead of Florida State? Um, 2012 was his red shirt year. 2013, he won the national championship. And 2014, he lost to Oregon in the college football playoff semifinal. And he went pro after that. All right. So that's what he did at Florida State. Um, If he, Winston, was at Alabama during that same time span, 2012, 2013, 2014, um, what would Alabama have accomplished? In 2012, they went 13-1, and won, won the national championship. In 2013, they went 11-2. And two. and in 2014, they went 12-2. and two. All right, so if he's at Alabama during that time period, I say in 2012, he obviously red shirts because they already had their quarterback. Um, and they won the national championship against Notre Dame. In 2013, Alabama loses to Auburn, who went on to be in the uh, national championship against Florida State. If Winston plays in that game, being on Alabama's team, I think they win easily. And according to the rankings in 2013, if – If everything else stays the same, Alabama would have played Michigan State for the national championship. So if Alabama wouldn't have lost to Auburn in that last game, they obviously would have went to the national championship. That second loss in 2013 was against Oklahoma in the bowl game. Um, So if Alabama plays... Uh, Michigan State for the national championship in 2013 and Jameis Winston is the quarterback for Alabama I take Alabama easily in that scenario Um, so just to recap what I just stated you know I don't I don't understand how Alabama and Auburn let Jameis Winston get out of the state of Alabama I mean we talking about two of the big money programs in the country. I mean, I, I don't know if uh, uh, buying players was that prevalent back then like it is now, but um, I don't know. You know, I, I, I still can't figure out how Florida State got him because Florida State is notoriously cheap when it comes to, to talent. So, um Moving on to Auburn. In 2012, Auburn had a bad year. They went 3-9. and nine. So if Winston goes there, he starts. 
All right. They got blowed out in uh, six times and lost three close games. So I would predict that if Winston would have started, you would have got you would have won those three close games to get to six and six in 2012. In 2013, Winston is your starter. Gus Melzahn is your new coach. Their only loss was to LSU in the regular season. If Winston is all is on Auburn's team, that means he's not at Florida State, obviously. Um, Jameis Winston barely beat out Jacob Coker for the job at Florida State. Jacob Coker would be a Florida State starter. Um, he led Alabama to a national championship win over Clemson several years ago. I still think in, the, in this imaginary universe <laughs> that uh, Florida State gets to the national championship versus Auburn. I predict it would be a shootout just like the uh, real game. Um, and I think Florida State would win it. I, I think that would have been a heck of a game. If, if Winston was on Auburn's team and Jacob Coker was on Florida State. Um, I don't know if Jacob Coker got a shot in the NFL, but like I said, he, he um, narrowly lost the starting job at Florida State to Jameis Winston. It was highly competitive, but obviously Jimbo picked the right guy. Um, so that's just a little food for thought. What if? Um, so let me know what you think about that segment. Uh, moving on. Let's see. Did changing the logo and color scheme at Florida State bring Florida State bad luck? And this is what I wrote about that. I say yes, it did bring Florida State bad luck. The initial helmets from the uniform and logo change were hideous. Ever since Florida State changed logos and color schemes, Florida State has trended downward. Uh, fans hated this. Um, why change it now after a national championship win? Um, at least Florida State is going back to the white numbers on the garnet jerseys. I still think until Florida State changes everything back to the way it was, we are cursed. Don't play with his history, especially Florida State history. Um... I've never liked these new uniforms. I don't like the huge numbers. I like the smaller numbers. Um, I mean, especially I've I've probably ranted and raved on this podcast about the black uniforms. I think those are hideous. I hate the garnet and black helmets. Like, just stick with tradition, man. Um, obviously, they've changed the uniforms several times in the last 30 years. But it wasn't it wasn't a complete logo change. It was just, OK, we're going to make the jerseys darker or we're going to make the pants lighter or whatever. It was just uh, subtle, you know, changes. But this was a complete remake of pretty much everything. So, you know, I'm still upset about that. So, um. At least they're going back to the white numbers with the gold trim. So we'll see what happens, man. You know, maybe that can bring us some luck. I don't know. Um, so let me know. Let me know what you think about 
this segment. Um, next, Jimmy Sexton is the agent for Florida State's last three coaches. Now, if you don't know who Jimmy Sexton is, he's probably the most powerful agent in college football. At one point, he represented damn near the whole SEC. That's how powerful he was. I mean, you could basically say he's like the de facto commissioner of college football because he controls so much. And uh, this is what I wrote about him. Jimmy Sexton, the college football super agent for coaches. He has basically basically controlled Florida State football through his last three clients. Jimbo Fisher, Willie Taggart, Mike Novell. He also represents several NFL pro players. All their contracts equal almost a billion dollars. Not bad. At one point, he represented 11 out of the 14 head coaches in the SEC football. Uh, this guy, like I said before, is basically the de facto, de facto um, commissioner of college football. Um, you know, some will say, why pick a guy who has who has represented? Why would you pick a coach that is represented by the same agent three consecutive times? Um, you know, this guy basically represents everybody, man. So it's gonna be kind of hard to avoid him. So. You don't want to throw dirt on his name, and he basically represents every coach in college football that, you know, in the Southeast at least. And, um, you know, I basically think when Norvell took the job, you know, Jimmy Sexton probably stepped in and said, okay, you undercut Fisher, you wouldn't give him the money. You definitely lowball Taggart. You know, if you, if, if my a uh, client Norvell is going to sign with you guys. I need certain assurances that you're going to, you know, spend some money on support staff and let him have a full coaching staff. Like last year, the last two years, we didn't have a DB's coach. I didn't even know that. I thought just Harlan Barnett, Harlan Barnett specialty was DB's. That's why they didn't get a DB's coach. But it turns out Harlan Barnett he wanted a DB's coach so he could fully focus on drawing up schemes for the defense. So it's just crazy how cheap Florida State is. Um, so, you know, I think it was a plus that um, Jimmy Sexton represented Mike Novell because it made he made Florida State spend more money. That's how that's the kind of power a super agent can have. So. We'll see if it translates to the field. I hope it does. Let me know what you think about that segment. Um, all right, so number four, uh, my fourth segment. Um, imagine if there was a foot race between Lamar Jackson and Michael Vick. Who would win? So I just got to tell of the tape. I, I'm be honest with you. I can't really predict this one. And, I, you know, I'm a, I'm a fan of both guys. You know, I'm on record as saying that Jimbo missed out on probably three more years of domination by not recruiting Lamar Jackson back in 2015. I think if you get Lamar Jackson, 2015, 16, and 17, you probably are in the college football playoff. Three years, I mean, it, it would be crazy that you that you let that talent, that you let your ego, <coughs> excuse me, your ego get in the way of recruiting this guy 
So Lamar Jackson, 6'2", 212, 40-yard dash, unknown. He refused to run the 40-yard dash at the NFL Combine from Pompano Beach, Florida. Heisman winner, Michael Vick, 6'2", 200, excuse me, 216 pounds, runs a 4-3-3, 40-yard dash from Newport News, Virginia, played in the 1999 National Championship. Like I said, I don't know. I think it's too close to call, man. Um, very similar players. I think Lamar Jackson at this point in his career versus Michael Vick through the same point in his career is the better passer. Um, I think Michael Vick developed um, as uh, time went on. Um, I don't know. So if you guys have an opinion on who would win that race, let me know in the comments. All right. Next, I did top 10 uh, rivalry trophies and. Let me read those off to you. Number 10, commander in chief uh, rivalry trophy. And it's kind of I think is unique because they um it's three teams that vie for this trophy and i guess whoever has the winning record gets the trophy so um it's army navy and air force um so that's number 10 number nine michigan versus michigan state paul bunyan trophy all right um Tulane and lsu battle for the rag i just think it's crazy i put that on there Cause it's a rag that they're battling for. That's number eight. Um, number seven, Stanford versus California for the Stanford Axe. Number six, Minnesota and Wisconsin for the Paul Bunyan Axe. I just, it's just crazy how big Paul Bunyan is, in in the the central north, the north central part of this country. Um, number five. Uh, Florida State versus Florida for the Gatorhead. Um, Texas versus Texas Tech for the Chancellor's Trophy. Um, Arkansas versus LSU for the Golden Boot. Notre Dame versus USC for the Jeweled Shalala. And number one. Is going to be Texas versus Oklahoma for the golden hat. I just, that's, it's not my favorite, but I think it's one of the best. Um, so let me know if you have a favorite team. And, you know, obviously your favorite team is Florida State if you're listening to this podcast. But if you're not and you're just, you know, listening, let me know who your favorite team is and tell me. You know who their rival is and what trophy they play for. Um, that's going to wrap up today's episode. Um, this podcast is available on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify Podcasts. If you're listening to this on YouTube, please scroll down to the description, click on one of the links, and subscribe, rate, review, and subscribe. And as always, go Knowles.